You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Howdy, folks. Welcome to The Quest for 100 as the man has said so many times before. It's 83-ish times before because we're in episode 83. And you know what today is, Brian? What's that? Today... Today is National Sunglasses Day. Thursday, the 27th of June, when we release this podcast. Sorry, right before the, the or right after. Yeah, yeah, you got that I'm wrong. Almost almost on point. Yeah, you're wrong. Completely well, it's, it's, wrong. It's, what do you mean completely wrong? Today's the 23rd. I, all right, I know today is, but when people are listening to this, it might be that day. <laughs> But it's not even when we're releasing it. We're not I thought even releasing it. Was. it. I, I was wondering where you're going. It was with on that. A Thursday last. It was on Thursday last year. It was. Now, now it's moved, and now I'm all confused. It was. Uh, it was the 27th last year, just like it was is this year. Gosh darn! You always got to rain on my parade. I'm just I, trying to bring joy to the podcast. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you're going with it because I knew it was around when we were going to drop this podcast, but I knew it wasn't on yes. the day we were dropping this podcast. Yes. No, you're correct, Brian. As usual. Uh, but we are here. We are here and we are talking sunglasses. You know, what better time, you know, holiday aside, it's it's summertime. Is it is it summer happening? Is it already did that already happen? Or is that coming? Yeah, the first day of summer was the twenty first, I think. Twentieth. Why did I not know about this? Like, put, I feel like may, people make a big deal about the first day of summer, but I didn't hear about it. You put that on the spreadsheet. It's on our document. Well, I knew it at some point. I knew it was around this time, but I didn't know it was, I don't know. I don't follow those things. But usually they just pop up in the news, but maybe the news is just dominated by other stuff right now. But Yeah, it was uh, Saturday. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's summertime and it's time for sunglasses. So uh, I thought we we thought this would be a good topic to entertain y'all. This is so ironic too, because I I was like so excited that we were going to talk about sunglasses. I, it was sunny out this morning. I went to work with my sunglasses and then when I got out of work, it was gray and cloudy. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But, so I mean, it's still really warm out here in, in the Seattle area. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess I have, I've been work, you know, not really looking at the sky. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's gray. Overcast. It's gray. Where, where? Yeah. Oh, well. What well, have you, before, what have you been up to uh, since last time, Justin? Yeah. So, oh, let's see. What have I been up to? I went oh i i did two things i did two things i went into seattle on uh was it saturday i think friday night maybe i think it was actually friday friday afternoon or night and went into the uh the chaz and or chop area oh uh, which is very relevant in the news right now um kind of walk through that area got a first-hand perspective on everything that's going on it's it's very interesting. I mean, it's it's 
what I saw was very peaceful, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that was just kind of my quick take, but yeah. So we went to the city and, and kind of walked around and, and took some photos of some really cool stuff going on. And then uh, what did I do? Oh, uh, played golf. I played some more golf. Yeah. I've now four, four straight weeks, I think. And I'm going to play this week as well. I'm um, playing gold, gold mountain. No, um, really? So am I. Yeah. What day? When? Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Or Sunday. Sunday. We're playing Sunday. Oh, we're playing on Saturday. Oh. Different days. Well, which which course are you? I'm actually going to play both of them. Oh, of course you would. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I actually, and well, I guess I shouldn't tease you because I am going to uh, um, cut out of of work i'm working a little extra hours so i can kind of work a little extra um a day this week and i'm gonna go play gold mountain then and then also play it this weekend what? so i'm playing it twice <laughs> this week i wasn't planning on it but but some of my buddies were gonna go play and uh so i was like all right well you know i'll 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 make it work and enjoy the the weather instead of being cooped up all week so. and gold Mountain's not close i know it's a little bit of a hike but I think we'll, we should be fine to get a, a full 18 in on uh, this week. And then this weekend will be a, you know, we can take our time. Yeah. What about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Golf. More golf. <laughs> I mean, really, it's the ultimate social distancing activity. It really is. Uh, You've I, been cooped up for so long. Like, it's just the perfect thing. Yeah. And it's like, I can go do it by myself and don't have to worry about masking up and, you know, getting the coronavirus and anything like that um i will say and, and i think we've you know you've talked about your diets before on the podcast i have gone mm -hmm. plant-based for the past yeah um eight days now nine days now uh yeah and so and i'm trying that out um no different no no okay i mean i i don't know yeah i i haven't really couldn't tell you a difference right now so well you got i I've, you got uh, we we were able to see each other in person earlier this week and you got a uh impossible burger right? yes yes that was it and, was actually very good but the problem is we, we were doing takeout right so i don't know how they cooked it like did they cook it on the same flat top as all of the other burgers that they were cooking you know and so was some of the grease from the burgers what i was actually tasting or was it truly well the thing with impossible i mean they're serving them now at at you know fast food restaurants and all of that like they're, they're taking the, the world by craze but they actually are not that much healthier for you they're they're you know in some ways they are but um it's really just a if you don't want to eat meat this is a good substitute that doesn't taste gross like hmm. i actually enjoy them too i haven't had them in a while but they're not i mean in terms of calories and fats and all that like it's pretty similar i yeah. think at least when i looked at it maybe a year ago yeah um, all right but yeah let's uh before we jump into all this you know and, and you know rant about our golfing what's uh what's let's not bury the lead as we stay what's your background and knowledge on sunglasses brian yeah 
so I'm not a huge sunglass wearer. I will I will be the first to admit that I don't wear sunglasses very often. So I don't wear glasses for those of you who who don't know what I look like. I don't have to wear glasses, fortunately. Uh, I don't typically wear sunglasses, I, although I will sometimes, you know, when I'm driving or I might think about it to complete an ensemble, as they might say. I tend to lose them a lot. I I tend to forget about them because I don't wear them enough. So that really yeah. dictates the types of sunglasses that I buy. I will say I have not lost the pair of sunglasses that I've currently been using for over two years, and that's a record for me. And so that's really where I, I come at it from kind of a eh, I, I don't wear them a whole lot typically I'm looking through a camera uh, you know when I might have to work and so then it just kind of becomes cumbersome to you can't really see what you're actually looking you know you're, you're viewing through the camera with sunglasses on so they just become in the way got it yeah well I'll, I'll uh, put on some sunglasses for my part as I talk about this <laughs> Because I, Brian, am a big sunglasses person. Yeah. I really enjoy sunglasses. Now, I am not like a lot of people. Or I, I don't know. I don't know where really where um, most people stand. I, I was looking for data on this, and I didn't really find much to support it. But um, I'm not. I, I'm similar to you in that I lose sunglasses a lot. And because of that, I often am... am you know, I have many pairs and I can kind of just go through and rotate there. You know, a handful of them are different styles. I have aviators. I have, you know, more of the boxy, you know, it's crazy how like the cheap, like these, these glasses were like giveaways and I have no problem wearing them because they, I mean, they're not like great and they're like not great quality, but like, you know, I'll put these on when I'm working outside or when I'm you know hanging out, like it's just, I'm a big fan of sunglasses and actually, you know, a little bit of my background when I was younger, for whatever reason, like my, one of my best friends, um, he was a huge, like we would do summer vacations together all the time and he was a huge hat guy and uh, always wore hats. I was more of a sunglasses guy. So like I just had all these pairs of sunglasses, but I would lose them all. And so, you know, over the years I've, I've, gotten a lot of different types and I have you know we'll get into some of the stuff in the in the um, friendship test but I've been wearing sunglasses for a long long time um, and a big fan and I I honestly like when this topic was an option I was excited to talk about it because I can tell you when we get into the stats like I learned some crazy stuff that was just like it just blew my mind one thing in particular that I want to get into but like just blew my mind on this topic that probably nobody realizes. Are you going to wear those inside for the rest of the podcast? Uh, we'll see. I can see everything just fine. So I look really cool. So I, you know, okay, maybe. All right. Why not? Well, let's jump into some news. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise. You in the face. Well, speaking of cool, my news comes from Yahoo Life, and 
It's actually about Jennifer Lopez. She wears a pair of $30 sunglasses that have now gotten even cheaper. So apparently J-Lo, the, the fashion icon that she is, uh, wears a pair of Preve Revu. I don't know. I'm not French. Don't know French. But these these sunglasses that she loves to wear are $30. And now, right now, because of Amazon's big style sale, they're going for $22. So these, uh, these sunglasses also can be seen worn by uh, the likes of Billie Eilish. And, uh, you know, even the celebs like to wear some cheap sunglasses frequently. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. I like. I respect that. I like that uh, she is repping this, you know, this brand, and she's a celebrity. That all these people are celebrities, and they're not like thousand dollar glasses. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So my my uh, mine's a little bit different. Uh, so uh, there's a company called uh, Bol. I'm going to say Bole. I don't know if that's the perfect pronunciation, but I, I won't want to say it is. I did take a little bit of French. But, I don't want to say it's perfect, but it, I think it is perfect. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Yeah. No, I probably butchered it. I don't know. Uh, but they are a French sunglass sunglasses maker, and they are changing the way people try and buy sunglasses. So, with the introduction of, they actually introduced this augmented reality sunglass experience. Oh, I I've heard about this. Yeah. And so shoppers can now try out uh, Bollet's uh, flagship phantom lenses technology without ever having to physically touch the glasses. So Bollet unveils a hyper-realistic augmented reality experience that will change the way people shop. And purchasing sunglasses can easily be done anywhere with a revolutionary new try-on and try-out feature that allows users to experience um, the technology without you know it being in the school the store and i saw a picture of it and it's basically you know within the app i don't know if it's an app or it's a, you know a filter that you add to you know, maybe your camera or something but it actually changes what you're looking at to be like you're wearing sunglasses and i thought it was pretty cool you know it changes the tints and the quality of the picture and all that other stuff based off of the sunglasses that or based off of the technology that's there so I thought that was unique and um, doesn't even require sunglasses to do it. Um, yeah, but you cool. can go and look it up. Yeah, I think that's going to be the future for a lot of commercial industry, retail yeah. industries. So, for sure. All right, let's uh, move it right along and jump in into some dropping knowledge. As we normally do, I am the history guy and Justin is the stats guy. Maybe one day we'll switch it up, but we're going to start with some history. So precursors to sunglasses actually predate the precursors to glasses, which I thought was an interesting note to find that hmm. people actually needed to protect their eyes from the sun before they needed to improve their vision, which, you know, when you think about it that way, isn't surprising, but just from the framework you would almost think oh glasses came first and then it was sunglasses but it's actually the other way around so prehistoric time inuit pe uh, people wore flattened walrus ivory with a narrow slit 
to block the harmful reflective rays of the sun off the snow. Uh, and then in the Roman Empire, uh, Emperor Nero, he actually liked to watch his gladiators fight through cut emeralds. Uh, and so that was really, you know, the first introduction of the idea of, of glasses uh, to improve your vision. But the, the Inuit people, even before that, were using them to protect against the, the sun's rays. So, and then in the 12th century in China, uh, people made sunglasses from flattened panes of smoky quartz to protect their eyes from the sun's glares. And these crystals were actually also used by Chinese judges to con conceal their facial expressions when questioning witnesses. Hmm. Interesting. So James Ascock Koff began experimenting with tinted lenses and spectacles in the mid 18th century. And he used these tinted lenses as a way to correct specific vision impairments. So again, you know, not even really worrying about the sun. It was, it was trying to improve, you know, the vision of people. Uh, and then in, in 1772, uh, Antoine uh, Vassier is known to be the subject of the earliest surviving depiction of someone actually wearing sunglasses. So there was a, a painting done of this uh, Antoine Vassier, um, and he was the subject of it. So at that point, it's thought that sunglasses were in existence in some in some form or fashion. In the 19th century yellow and brown tinted spectacles uh, were prescribed to people who had syphilis as the sensitivity of sensitivity to light was one of the symptoms of the disease in uh, 1913 crooks lenses were introduced introduced uh, and they were made from glass containing uh, cerium which blocked ultraviolet light and so this is really when we saw the first introduction of like a, a physical lens being able to, um, you know, help in the protection of eyes from, you know, the sun's damaging rays. In the 1920s, sunglasses became more widely spread, especially among movie stars. And so popularity really kind of took off in the 1920s. Late in the 1920s, actually 1929, Sam Foster started the production of inexpensive mass-produced sunglasses uh, that were made of celluloid. And he sold these sunglasses on the beaches of Atlantic City, where he sold them under the name of Foster Grant. I had never even heard of this name before. You look like you have. Yeah. That, is that a brand? Yeah. Foster Grant. Yeah, I've heard of them before. So following the launch of Foster Grant sunglasses uh, in the 1930s, the Army Air Corps commissioned Rochester-based Bausch & Lomb to develop uh, a sunglass lens specifically to safeguard pilots' uh, eyes from the glare that they experienced um, you know, when they were flying. So Bausch & Lomb created a sunglass-specific company called Ray-Ban, which is short for banning sun's rays uh, which yeah. in turn created aviator style sunglasses made for World War II pilots Ray-Ban actually used uh, the polarized lens 
technology created by Edward H. Land, who was the co-founder of Polaroid, which I had no idea there was that connection between the Polaroid pictures and polarized lenses. Nope, would have never guessed that. Yeah. Interesting. So then in, in 1938, uh, Life magazine uh, wrote that uh, sunglasses were the new fa- uh, fad to wear on the city streets. And so then, um, you know, in the coming years, you had almost uh, 200, uh, excuse me, 20 million sunglasses uh, were sold in, you know, the late 1930s. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple facts that I found. Uh, Xiamen, China, is the world's largest producer of sunglasses. Uh, and they produce about 120 million pairs a year out of that yeah. single city. I mean, there's so, it's, I mean, China has so many of the... They're like the leader of production of so many things. Whenever I look at you know different products that we talk about on this podcast, it's it's crazy how much production they do over there. I mean, maybe it's not crazy, it's just expected, but it really is happening. Yep. And then the last note I had was just on National Sunglasses Day that you you had, but you had the the date wrong. I got I in my head I had the date right. I just didn't have the date of our release correct. Therefore, I am still right. And yeah, but it's every Thursday. We're always Thursday for the last eighty-three I, weeks. I knew it was Thursday. I just didn't get the right day of our release. Mm-hmm. Not, not day of the week. Yeah, yeah. And he's the stats guy. Anyway, the numbers guy anyway. can't yeah, get the well, date right. Uh, yeah, get out of here with that. Anyway, let's get to the good stuff. No. Just kidding. The history was good, but the stats are good too. So uh, a couple of different things. So the United States is home to the largest sunglasses market. So you talked about China being the big producer. United States were the big buyers. We generate over uh, $4.66 billion in revenue. This was in 2018. But the big thing that maybe you saw in your research, and I'll get into some details on this, the big thing is that this is dominated and like crazy dominated by one company pretty much. Uh, I mean, you know, there's, there's a million others that are out there, but the market for sunglasses is heavily concentrated with the eyewear company Lux, Luxa, oh. Luxic? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say that a couple more times. Luxa, Luxo Tica, Luxo Tica. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I know. Yeah. So they I have never heard of them until researching. So this was new to me. But they control thirty nine percent share of the global market. And that's more than the next eleven largest companies combined. Wow. So there's a lot of small players in this, but but this company is just crazy. Now Luxa Luxica, here are some of their brands. I'm just going to spit fire some of these because I, again, was flabbergasted by this. They have Armani, Burberry, Chanel, Coach, Michael Kors, Oakley, Polo, uh, Ralph Lauren, Ray-Ban, F- F- Ferrari, 
Tiffany, Versace, Vogue, all of those and more. There's more, probably more notable ones. I just maybe don't realize based off of their name that they're under their brand. It's insane how many companies are under this. So, so that's a whole nother thing, but they, so they generated almost $2.5 billion. This is Luxatica. They generated $2.5 billion in retail sales in the United States alone in 2017 and over 9 billion euros in worldwide net sales. And Essilor is another major player in the global sunglasses market, according to Statistica, and they're at 8%. So that's the next best, you know, from 39 to 8% on that. But uh, this I thought was interesting. So, you know, put my marketing mind on this was kind of fun. But so branding is a major component of the sunglass industry. The average cost of a frame manufactured by Luxottica, I say it differently every time, uh, is $25. I think that was the correct way to say it, by the way, because there's an O in there. You weren't saying Lux- the O before. Luxottica? Yeah. Sure. Luxottica. All right. I'm going to say it that way. It's $25, the average frame. Some brands like Versace, Tiffany, Oakley, and Prada might charge up to $500 a frame. Now, that doesn't mean that those particular frames cost $25 to make, but you can run the numbers and say they're making a pretty penny on those more expensive brands, and they're not costing them that much to make. Um so they're they're making a lot of money there. So they're they actually have a gross profit of sixty four cents for every dollar it spends on the manufacturing of a sunglass uh, or sunglasses uh, that which creates a net profit of about fifty two cents for every dollar. So they're uh, that's a pretty good margin, I would say, for every dollar that they spend. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. So backing a little bit away and I, I honestly like as I was looking at this like we could have done a whole podcast on just this brand and I didn't even know about them and how they just dominate the market but uh, backing a little bit away from that and uh, a 2016 survey found that about 83% of US men wear sunglasses on a regular basis uh, compared to nine, nearly 89% of US women so a little bit higher for women if I asked you, do you regularly wear sunglasses? Are you putting yourself in that 17 category? I am. Yeah. A minority there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Yeah. So per person revenues achieved by the sunglasses industry in the United States was about $17 and 73 cents. That was in 2019. Um, you know, I'm sure obviously that varies when you do averages like that. This is near and dear to our hearts, Brian, but I did have to pull this in. Residents of the city of Seattle purchase about 50% more sunglasses per person than the national average in the United States. Not surprising. Yep. Residents of Seattle are ranked third in the country behind New Orleans and San Diego in the purchase of Ray-Bans specifically, which I you know, thought was, was interesting, but... But yeah, there's a lot of 
talk about why Seattle is like that. And I think while it's not necessarily proven, there is sentiment that because we don't see the sun all that much, we often lose our sunglasses when they're just kind of sitting around. And so you have to buy another one. So I'm actually really curious how many people in the Seattle area have, um, they may spend more on sunglasses, but are they spending more on quantity or quality? Because I would think if you're losing them more that you would spend on quantity. Um, but maybe it's both. So anyway, uh, and then two quick world records to, to speak to, cause they're always fun to look at the largest collection of sunglasses consists of 2,174 items and it was achieved by Lori Ann Keenan of Canada. Uh, she's in Vancouver, BC. And it was achieved actually last year, uh, funny enough, on June 29th, 2019. So right around this time last year, people were talking about sunglasses, so she made the news. Uh, I was reading that article. And uh, the other one is the most people wearing sunglasses in the dark is actually 6,774 and it was achieved in, we'll just say Spain on September 6th of 2015. And what were they doing? It didn't have details on what they were doing. My guess is yeah, they had to wear it for five minutes it says here but they just did it I think for the world record. I Hmm. didn't even say it, it, there's no details that it was like uh, Coachella or something like that. It was maybe it was, but it didn't say anything about that. They just said that they had to wear it for five minutes to break the record. Weird. It's just such a weird thing that it exists. But anyway, but yeah, that's that's all I got on my stats. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some friendship tests. We just become best friends. Yep. Your your sunglasses mean you can't see my cues for you anymore. Why? Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, all right. Well, I will start. I will catch your verbal cue, and uh, I will ask you the first question. How many pairs of sunglasses do you own, Brian? Uh, as a seventeen percenter. Think. I would. I own. I'll say I currently have three pairs in my possession. Yeah, three. Okay. Um, I am a little bit higher. Uh, I would say I have eight pairs. Whoa. Yeah. Now, not all of them are in my rotation. Like, there's the sunglasses, like, that are ones I'm wearing that, you know, if I see them, I'll, I'll kind of put them on just cause I'm outside and doing stuff, but I'm not act, like, if I go out to hang out with people, this isn't my first choice. Uh, but yeah, I have, a, I have probably five pairs that I've purchased and uh, like, don't mind wearing one in particular that I, I wear probably the most. And but yeah, probably eight total. Now and I lose them a lot too. So I, I, you know, sometimes my numbers may look like I have five, but I actually have like 
three that are floating somewhere in the house. Now, uh, forgive me, because it's been so long since we've actually been together. Do you wear glasses? I do, yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of tough. Like right now, I, I wear glass. I'm not wearing glasses. Um, I don't need to wear them. And like, it's only for long. Uh, I always mix it up. Nearsighted? I'm nearsighted? Farsighted? Yeah, uh, whatever. I think you're I nearsighted. Yeah. Uh, so that is something I, I figure would come up. I actually have one of my, my favorite or my favorite pairs of glasses are actually the bigger type. And that I don't even know if it's my face. Maybe it fits my face better, but even better than that is I am not, I don't do it as much in public, but I often will do the double glasses. So when I'll wear my regular glasses underneath and plop the other ones over top, uh, when I'm driving my car or doing all that stuff, um, I, you know, Alyssa, my wife used to make fun of me all the time about it. now she just doesn't say anything because she just expects it from me. But yeah, um, I would make fun of you if you did that. Now that's fair. So you're far side or near side, excuse me. You you cannot see far. Yeah. But do you have prescription sunglasses? I don't, and this goes in line with my my. Well, I guess we'll kind of talk about this and maybe we can just discuss it now. But, um, you know, whether you're an expensive purchaser or a cheap one, I am cheap all the way. So to buy a prescription sunglasses, that's not cheap. That's expensive. I've considered it. The last time I actually went to the eye doctor, I considered it. It's like, oh, you know, I got a little bit of money I can put towards something like this. I'm like, no, I can put that towards something else. So uh, I do not have prescription sunglasses probably won't get them maybe ever i don't know i just it's hard to justify spending a couple hundred dollars on a pair of glasses that i'm going to lose like i'm going to lose or i'm going to break and that's uh, so i just have a lot of cheaper i think the most expensive pair i have which is my favorite pair which is maybe 30 bucks for for sunglasses so huh i didn't i guess i didn't realize that prescription sunglasses were that expensive they're they're pretty much as expensive as as regular glasses, which glasses are expensive. They can be in a couple hundred and they don't off. They're not, the sunglasses are not often covered by insurance, mm. which sucks. So, um, Oh, I do take that back. I have a pair of Oakley's that I bought a couple years ago. That was a hundred bucks. So that's probably my most expensive, but I've lost them. I don't know where they are. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're somewhere, but I was wearing them golfing and I will do contacts which if I'm being athletic, I'll do contacts and sunglasses, which is a much better experience. But yeah, I don't do it when I'm driving. It's not worth wearing contacts for that. Huh? Well, I too am on the cheap side. I don't know that I'm, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm cheap. I, I have no excuse. <laughs> like I have no reason to buy prescription sunglasses. I think if I did need prescription sunglasses, I would buy prescription sunglasses though. I just okay. don't on an everyday basis wear sunglasses enough to warrant buying more expensive pairs i mean literally i think the most expensive pair that i have right now is 20 bucks like i I bought i regularly buy them off of amazon if i lose them i because i'm notorious for like you know going to an event or going to dinner and i'll wear them and then i'll put them on the table and then it's dark outside and I forget that I left them on the table. 
and like that's yeah. that's just my my thing so so you i just don't sorry. have very many yeah uh, so you mentioned this uh you're buying sunglasses online i have never bought sunglasses online and i am incredibly hesitant to do so because Why? they're 20 bucks you're only spending 20, 20 bucks, bucks. sure L- low investment that, that's fine but for me more honestly more than we talked about this in the jeans episode and other stuff like trying on stuff more than any other item i i wear i think sunglasses are the one thing that i i have to put on my face i have to see what they look like before i purchase them yeah and i don't understand how people can i I guess people can do it they don't care but like or maybe you return them or whatever but like to spend a couple hundred dollars like i was just online i took a quiz i I bumped into a quiz like what kind of style do you like uh because i was curious myself if if there was like a quiz for that or i wasn't even looking for it just bumped into it so i took it and it, it recommended uh recommended glam i don't even know what that means but uh you know similar style to this but just a little bit more designed to it for for men and the uh so i looked them up and they were 150 dollars a pair i was like oh that looks kind of cool on that guy but I don't know what they look like on my face. My face is is different than other people's faces. So if I get these wonky sunglasses that just don't look good on me, I'm going to be disappointed. So I just don't like the premise of buying online I, uh, for, for Man, sunglasses. You really care about what you look like. Well, with sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're functional, I think. But I will – it's funny, though. Like, as crazy as that is, like, again, I'm wearing a pair of free sunglasses right now. And I like the shape on my face. So this style works and I, I didn't shop it out. I didn't try them on first. I just said, oh, yeah, they work. So what's your favorite brand of sunglasses? You know, I, it's tough. Uh, I, I, I might take a, a, the cop out on this one and just say I don't have one. Um, for a long time, Oak, I, I looked – towards Oakley uh, as my favorite and I wanted to say when I was in my teenage years and even into college I was like man when I you know when I get enough money I'm going to get some Oakley's like really good sports sunglasses that I could wear around and about and uh, I was uh, you know excited for that moment Uh, but now I don't wear those style sunglasses as much I know they have different styles but usually they're the sports style and I don't really wear that all that often. Even when I'm golfing, I'm more likely to wear something with bigger frames um, than not. So, you know, from a brand perspective, I don't. I wouldn't say Oakley is my favorite anymore. It's probably just there isn't one. <laughs> so I don't know. That's maybe a lame answer, but that's how I see it. What yeah. About you? Yeah. Uh, I would say I don't. I don't have a brand affinity right now. Uh, when I was younger, I definitely did. Uh, I loved the uh, Iron Man sunglasses that you could buy like super cheap at at uh, you know <laughs> Target or you know some of those places. Just like I just wanted to buy cheap. How sunglasses. old were you getting those? I mean, I was probably fifteen. I'm just picturing these kitty glasses that literally are like red. No, 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 no! Not that Iron Man. Come on, the the triathlon <laughs> Iron Man. 
Oh, okay. That's totally different. <laughs> I'm literally picturing you going and getting bright red, maybe blue in it, and like a picture of Iron Man on the side. And you're like, yeah, I'm getting those. I'm going to wear those for the cheapest. No, 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 no. The triathlon Iron Man. Okay. All right. Yeah. They they built, oh. they used to have a, a sunglass brand, I, or I'm pretty sure they did. But I mean, I'm uh, looking online for them and I don't see them. So oh, I'm I found them. I found them. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. Very sports based uh, back in the day you know wrapped around your head type of of look um right. athletics because that's the main reason i why i'd wear them i'd wear them you know playing baseball or or golfing or whatever it might be that was really the only yeah. time i was gonna wear them I, I wasn't gonna wear them like just casually so uh i i and going back to the i would lose them i just you know wanted to spend 20 bucks i didn't why spend a hundred dollars and you know when i can spend 20 bucks and then that gives me five pairs to lose before i get to the hundred dollars so that was kind of my my theory at the time so i I wouldn't say those are my favorite now um i i don't know that i again like i said don't know if i have one right now just because i don't know they're just interchangeable for me yeah that makes sense um, all right. Well, do you have a favorite style? Like, what's your, what's your look? Um, I have a very big and round face, so I would probably say the aviator style uh, works the best for me because it covers up the most uh, amount of sunlight. You know, I have I have high cheekbones and and um, you know, otherwise, if I don't wear aviators, like the light is kind of coming through in different areas and uh not not ideal and and not being a guy who wears glasses to begin with i i you know it's kind of distracting if if they're smaller you know lens sizes yeah yeah uh i i had to look this up because i didn't know what they were apparently called but uh the style that i'm wearing right now is really the style that i like it's um, my my face is a little boxier, I think. So um, I enjoy the Wayfarer style, uh, which is probably the most common just because whenever you get free sunglasses, they come in this style yeah. more often than not. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the, which works because I like, I like the shape of actually the, the sunglasses that are my favorite are the similar. They're a little bit bigger, but um, and I've probably prefer they're a little closer to my face but they're um they're good i've tried aviator and it just doesn't feel like it fits my style and i don't know if it's it's uh the shape again on my you face just don't have that tom cruise vibe no I, I don't i don't um but uh but yeah no sport sports would probably be my second one so that normal like thinner lens or or less um or shorter i don't know whatever you want to call it um, but again, I can't find my Oakleys. They're somewhere around here. So, yep. so are you a uh, a sunglasses or a hat guy, or a sunglasses and hat guy? Yeah. So, 
uh, I am typically just a sunglasses and not a hat guy with the one exception and really the only time I wear a hat there's two times when I wear a hat uh, one actually three times I'll list them Jeez, we're going to uh, get up to four the one, okay. the one time that I first thought of was golfing so I will wear a hat when I'm golfing and I will also wear sunglasses so that's, that's the one time that I'll wear both the other times that I'll wear hats are uh, poker I'll wear it when I play poker with, with people because it's just something you do um, and then the other thing is when I'm on vacation I have a vacation hat my vacation hat is I'm just chill vibes I'm all good it's like a bigger covers the sun a little bit goes around bucket hat uh, yeah not a bucket hat but it is it's it's kind of comes out a little bit more it's um, more rigid firm i guess around the edge anyway it, like uh almost um, almost wicket style if that makes sense uh it's my vacation hat. it's great um but i will wear sunglasses with that so those are the only times i wear both more often than not if i'm out and about hanging out with people doing whatever i will be wearing just sunglasses and i do not do both what about hmm. uh i am very rarely in a hat and very rarely in sunglasses. So to combine the two of them, <laughs> so I am you're, even more rare. You are neither. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I will wear a hat sometimes when I go on vacation. Very rarely wear it when I was, I'm golfing. I used to wear them when I was younger. But now for some reason, I just, I, I don't have hats that I like have i have one hat that i i like now and and um so i'll wear that every once in a while but like it's a white hat with with some blue and so i gotta keep that white right i, I can't wear that too much so yeah. um you know that that's kind of the big dilemma that i have is is only on special occasions will i wear a hat yeah interesting yeah i mean I, i've never consider myself a hat guy i have a bunch of hats and i just don't wear them that often yeah um but uh but yeah weirdly i am more of a hat guy than you which is not saying i mean my head's big it's hard to find hats that fit my big head well when you do wear sunglasses which is very rare but when you do where do you put them when you aren't wearing them so you just remove them yep where do you put them? I, I, there's a couple options here, but you can choose differently. Top of the head, backwards, in your pocket, around your collar. Uh, yeah. Where do you go to? Yeah. Uh, so I am either a top of the head or I will sometimes flip them and, and wear them backwards, you know, on the back of my head. Uh, those are my two options that I, I typically go to. Uh, pocket, I always feel like I'm going to crush um you know around the collar i feel like is a little uh strange like a little uh um i don't know not cool um so you're saying like uh here i'm gonna take off my sunglasses whoa it's so bright in here like this like down here yep like in a collared shirt yep. okay interesting um okay yeah uh i I'm going to say, I, I don't know if I feel strongly about this, but I 
never have liked the behind the head thing. I don't, I don't understand people that do it. I don't get what the point of what, what is, what is putting, what is the purpose of that? It makes no sense to me because why there, because they've, they go around your ears. And so they've, they've clipped on there just like they would have the other direction. That's they, uh, that's a dumb there. reason. No. I'm sorry. That's a dumb reason. the The correct answer is if you want to still utilize your ear, your ears is you put it on the top of your head and no. it's still tied to your top. But it's messes, if you have good it could, sunglasses, could mess up your hair. It, sure, I guess because that's something you're really concerned about when you're wearing it backwards. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I um. I'm just saying in general, not just you, Brian. I'm, I'm speaking in general. People that do that, it's strange when they do that. Um, but, yeah, I think for me, You're just not cool enough to do it. Let's be honest. Oh, I, I just wore sunglasses for, for 80% of this podcast. I know I'm cool. <laughs> um, so, Yet no, you don't I, even know that it's not sunny outside. Um, no. So I, my, my natural – my natural reaction is to put it on top of my head. Uh, I will occasionally, uh, I would say that's probably 70% of the time. The other 30% is a mix between I have, you know, if I have a shirt pocket, like I have right now, I could put it in my shirt pocket. Sometimes I do that. Um, I will, if I have cargo pants, <laughs> cargo shorts which i actually am wearing right now cargo oh, shorts oh justin uh i will put them in my side pocket but and and you're giving pocket. me a hard time about wearing my sunglasses backwards i'm fine man i'm comfortable yeah, yeah. i'm good huh. but but you mentioned you did mention though and this is the risk is when you put it in your pocket something can happen to them and i have broken both sunglasses and real glasses by putting them in my pockets and then falling on them. Uh, it's always a bad idea. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, uh, let's get into some delusional thinking cause we're just cruising through this sunglasses episode. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, Justin. So, We've got some uh, some themes here with sunglasses or glasses, I guess, and they they are going to be incorporated into our delusional thinking this week. So you have to pick. You always will see the world through rose-colored glasses, or like the song song says, you are always going to wear sunglasses at night. Yes. Which yeah, so now I'm, there, there, there's some qualifying information I need on this. Okay. So explain to me the rose cover colored glasses scenario. Yep. You essentially will be seeing only colors and shades of red. So everything that you see in the world is basically colorless, except for that you will see all of the color replaced by reds shades of red now am i wearing glasses to do that or is it just my vision and i don't need glasses oh that's a good question i will say that is that is just your vision you don't physically have to wear glasses or worry about the glasses okay now another 
addition to that. Um, I, so my, my vision is not the best. So is it correcting my vision, just changing the colors or is it not correcting my vision? And I still have to wear glasses, normal glasses. Um, that you're, you're in the same scenario for either of them, right? So like your rose colored glasses, like if you're seeing the world, Uh, does that make sense? Well, We'll, we'll assume then in a neutral scenario that my vision is corrected. So that doesn't bode, it doesn't make me choose one or the other because my vision is corrected. So, okay. All right. I'm, so I'm with you. So my, my vision's fine. I don't wear glasses, but I have rose colored vision. So everything has a tint of red. Yep. Okay. So on the other side, to wear sunglasses at night. Yep. So I have to wear them. Am I wearing them when I sleep? I say yes. Okay. Whew. Okay. Um, this is tough as per usual. Again, both of these scenarios are pretty rough. Uh, the rose-colored glasses one, which if I'm thinking out loud, you can go about your life pretty regularly without other people, you know, care, like not caring, but you're not really influencing things. You can, you can kind of blend in now seeing things through a lens of red probably sucks. I'm not colorblind. I'm not, um, I can't see that. I'm sure there's some people that just see that. Uh, I, I, I don't know what it's like to do that, but, um yeah i that you can go about your life and fit in if you're the guy that always wears sunglasses at night it's like funny for like a night <laughs> and then after that it's like why are you doing that like why are you and you know you could make something up like it's a you know i have to do it i'm i don't know i'm extra sensitive to the moon rays or something like that but uh, at the end of the day, you're that guy. And now everybody knows you as the sunglasses guy. You care about what people guy. say, think about you, don't you? I, you have to. I do, yeah. Because, like, okay, I'm going to go to a work function, and now I'm wearing a sunglasses to a holiday party? Yeah, that's awkward because it's nighttime. You yeah. know, there's there's plenty of moments besides just me sitting at watching tv now the other thing to consider with the sunglasses is while it's only at night you are tinting everything so everything presumably is darker and wearing sunglasses at night is it's just harder to see in general if you have good sunglasses you're going to block out most of the light it's just i don't know i as i'm talking about this I'm a big sunglasses guy and I will occasionally wear sunglasses at night, but to be forced to wear them every single night and even sleeping, that's a whole other thing too. Sleeping with glasses on is sucks. So, I mean, I, I'll even sometimes be wearing my, like my, um, regular glasses when I'm watching TV and I have to make sure I, I have to choose to take them off and choose to see a blurry TV Therefore, I could fall asleep just in case I fall asleep. 
because otherwise I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep because I have this thing on my face. So I, as a, again, as an avid glasses wearer, I, I wearer, my gut says don't go that route and just change the world to be rose colored. And uh, and I I know that will challenge me in other ways, but I I, I think I'm gonna go that path. I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, I'm gonna be like Jim McMahon, right? Jim McMahon always wearing sunglasses. That's okay. All right. And you can be now, Jim McMahon. And my big my big deterrent from the rose colored glasses is purely. I'm fairly confident that there's there's some tie between your taste buds and what you actually see, right? I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that that that's been proven, right? That the colors that you see impact the the taste that you actually have. Um, you might be right, but I'll challenge you in saying that it wouldn't be that different. Like the color of a burger and and what it looks like all together is going to look different than the color of a chicken sandwich. Mm, is it though? I think it will. Like they're they're all different shades. There's you would be able to tell. You'd be able to tell also by how how it looks, not necessarily the color, but how it looks. But uh, yeah, but you I didn't ha- you-, you didn't have that established at the beginning. You you have always lived in that like sense of of you know rose colored glasses. So you don't have that established. I know what a burger tastes like. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you say that this extra red thing that, you know, has varying color tints and whatever, um, but this thing is a burger. Therefore, when you see those combination of colors, mm-hmm. now... I mean, if it's an impossible burger, if it's... But, it, but maybe it's not quite the impossible meat there. It's maybe something else that, that looks a lot alike. I don't know that you're gonna tell the difference based off are you of, gonna tell a difference if you're looking at it without rose colored glasses probably not well like i will give you the- yeah i i think i think it's gonna taste different so i i'm totally fine with going with the jim mcmahon look and the sunglasses at night and being that guy i don't care what people think like you do i care about my taste buds and the fact that i'm going plant-based right now i know that I can alter things to my taste buds. So, here's the thing, Brian. Your 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 debate here is partially moot because you are wearing sunglasses that are changing how the food looks for 50% of the day. So your dinner time It's just darker. Off, it's not colored. It's just darker, tinted. It could be colored. Some some of them have have tints to them now maybe you choose if you get a choice we'll give you a choice whatever it's still darker it's a dark every which as if you darken every color i still know what to look like black no i still know what all start to look i still know what the color looks like when you only thing i'm gonna give you i I, want to get this word out brian the only thing i'm gonna give you is that the color red does often connect to hunger 
Therefore, I will probably, I could be totally wrong on this because I don't know how it works with, with color blindness like this, but if I can only see colors red, maybe that will affect how much I eat um, and it will challenge me in different ways. But that's the only thing I'm going to say that because I think your glasses at night is going to screw with your vision for half the day and you have to wear them Easier and to you're fall that asleep. guy. Easier to fall asleep because I'm already – I'm already toning down the no, light. No, it is not. Tonight, Brian, go find your one of your three pairs or whatever and wear sunglasses tonight on the pillow when you turn to your head and see how comfortable that is. I, don't, it's I sleep suck. on my back. It's still going to – you're going to move around and then it's going to poke you in the eye or something. It's just the whole thing. You're, you're in for a world of hurt. So the last thing I want to put in here is that – I just quickly looked up a, a uh, you know, research on the color versus taste. And the first line of this uh, article, this uh, scientific journal, is that color is the single most important product uh, intrinsic sensory cue when it comes to set, setting people's expectations regarding the likely taste and flavor of food and drink. That doesn't do anything, Brian. We're, we're, it's, what I'm saying is that I, with my rose-covered glasses, we're for, we are fundamentally disagreeing on when I have my rose-colored glasses or whatever vision, I can differentiate still i can still differentiate things i can still differentiate levels in of color like there is a, an amount of red in everything or maybe not everything but a lot of things no they, they, so, there's a reason why there's color blindness and and we have to abide by color blindness on you know a number of different things when it comes to you know just the world in general like that's essentially what you're going to be dealing with. You have one color that you can see. Yep, you're not going to be able to tell I'm it apart. Eating when I'm eating, though, I can tell. I can utilize my knowledge of what a chicken sandwich looks like because it looks different than a burger. Yeah, maybe there are scenarios. But, but when, how did you establish that with your colored vision that you never had? I still. I. St- I order a chicken sandwich on the menu. They give me a chicken sandwich. I see what it looks like. I eat that next week. I know what it looks like. I add the colors. I combine them. I formulate an opinion. I, I yes, I'm fine. I, I have no concern, Brian. I am good. And the, the truth of the matter is you're going to have similar scenario and you have to wear sunglasses. So I, I am on the other side. I'm, I'm sticking, sticking with my opinion and I will, I will leave you with this and with our listeners. Our friend Corey Hart once said, don't masquerade with a guy in shades. And I'm not masquerading with you, Brian. Uh, not, but not you are the one who wears sunglasses more often than I do. But he was referring to people that wear it at night. They're dangerous people. And I don't want to be a man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean. Um, well, uh, this, this got heated at the end there, Brian. But uh, I, I enjoyed this topic, sunglasses. Was it was a good one um, for all of our listeners out there? Uh, if you've made it through our bickering, uh, 
you know, hopefully you liked it. And throw us some love on on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get in your podcast. Uh, you know, we'll, if you if you subscribe, we'll get that little bell, uh, which is always nice. Um, and then if if uh, you do that, or if you you want to just follow us on social, we can. We're on Twitter at the Quest for One Hundred. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for One Hundred Podcasts. All right. Until next time on the Quest for 100.